Hello and welcome back to the Just For Us podcast brought to you by Bleakly, the best place for discussions on entertainment news that matters to you. Coming up in this week's episode, we cover all the buzz surrounding Hustlers with an emphasis on JLo, SNL's new cast members, and Apple's foray into the streaming world, followed by a nice chat in the new seasons of British Bake Off, Terrace House, and much more. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Just For Us. Woo! Hello! The gang's back. (laughs) All here. All here and the podcast. Dogs. Are they both here? Where could Lisa go? I think she's in the bedroom. She probably is. (laughs) She's doing her own thing. Yeah. Anyway, a lot to cover. We Mm. missed the last week. Yeah. 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 So we have two weeks of... Topics (laughs) Topics <laughs> that we want to discuss. You have like a month of topics. I know, I was gone for a while. <laughs> but all I was doing was watching old shows because I was in Finland and Netflix there doesn't have like the newest stuff. So I had to like, you know, go back in time a little bit. So I started watching The Americans, which mm-hmm. is a great show. So I'm catching up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you know how I feel once I finish. Season two. <laughs> <laughs> we also thank you for your the finished candy that you brought back. Oh, of course. I brought some uh, black licorice back. Barf. Yes. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> Megan is not a fan. <laughs> okay, look, it's not only just black licorice, it's salty black licorice. <laughs> it's so bizarre and... And we, I brought back like peppery licorice. Yeah. Oh, it's that's like a powder. Yeah. Mega hot. Mega hot, oh yeah, so good. It's it's delicious. It's my I'll, favorite. I'll give you some after this. <laughs> <laughs> that should be like the next like ice bucket challenge. Should be like see if you can finish this like finish. The finish <laughs> candy, black salty salt and pepper, yeah. black licorice candy. Yeah, I'm happy Down. to start that off. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll do it. <laughs> uh, I'll think of a good foundation or cause to yeah. start raising money for. <laughs> anyway, more to come. <laughs> what do you want to kick off with? Well, I was excited. Um, excited is not the right word, but <laughs> I want to talk so badly about the Crazy Rich Asian sequel mm-hmm. writing um, controversy because it's so interesting. So if anybody's not up to date on it, Adele Lim was um, a writer on the first movie with, well, now I can't remember the white guy's name, but a white guy. (laughs) And (laughs) he basically, like, the first Crazy Rich Asians was, like, in development for a long time. He wrote, like, the first two drafts, and then they, when John, uh, John Cho, John Mm -hmm. John Chu came in, he um, brought in Adele Lim, who was, like, you know, pretty well-established TV writer, to help, like, you know, recraft it, make it more authentic, right? And so then when the, they wanted to keep the same creative team for the sequels, they came out with a... There was a very, very large gap in their salaries, or what mm-hmm. the, you know, what they were getting for it. Like, a $700,000 difference, yeah. oh, which Lord. is super significant, um, and Adele, like, I think she walked away from the project even after they were, like, willing to make it more even, but through the, like, graciousness of the white guy mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I'll split my fee mm-hmm. to make it more even. Yeah. And so she was just kind of like, look, if that's what it takes to have, like, you know, pay e- equality, then, like, that's not sustainable. Like, she, mm-hmm. it was, like, really cool to me that she was having that kind of like foresight of you know this is a loss for me in this moment but this is like we need to make a statement of you know like we can't just be getting paid equality out of like 
generosity of other people. Yeah. Like, yeah. We deserve to be paid equal for our talent and contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's one of the issues with the entertainment industry in general because, like, all these contracts, like, it's, you know, the agents and managers who are negotiating these contracts with you know, whoever's financing the movies. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, like, the talent doesn't even have much visibility into, like, what the conversations are. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're not doing their, you know, job or due diligence to be, like, you know, this is what our client deserves. Like, this is what they should be getting for this project. But it's also on the people, like, the, the financiers and producers, whoever on the movie, to, like, you know, it's so shitty. Be but, like, fair. Oh, we'll give this, we'll just give this guy, like, a million dollars. And, yeah, yeah, she can get, like six figure like low six figures it's like how does that seem right i feel like so the way i look at it is like the every employer is going to pay the employee as little as they possibly right right and so it's up to either the employee or whoever the representation is to fight for that higher sort of salary Mm -hmm. but the thing with me is like this pay disparity was so egregious that it's like how could wb not think that someone might find out, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like, I, I, I get it, I get it. Like, and even what they were paying him might not have, you know, might have been the lowest that they could get. And good on his agent for fighting for him. <laughs> and it sucks that there's not enough visibility into for, her, you know, for her agent, for Adele's agent to be like, oh, well, this person's getting paid this much, so he yeah. pulled it out. But on WB's part, it's like, you had to have known, right? That in a movie that's primarily about Asian women, <laughs> to underpay the Asian woman <laughs> writing the film, like, yeah. this was for sure going to blow back. It's like, mm-hmm. common sense. And their yeah. statement about it was really uh, so silly to me because their statement about it was being like, oh, we, you know, pay based on experience. Mm-hmm. And, like, so this was, like, the standard. And if we deviate from that by paying them equally uh, or paying her more, like, it sets a bad precedent. And it's like... We've been pointing out that there's a flawed system right now, so now is the time to break precedents mm-hmm. or like you know to establish a new precedent. Mm-hmm. Like that's exactly like so that is such a weird cop out to me because it's yeah. like no 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 like we're pointing out that this is not the system doesn't work. So also saying ex- like oh we're going we're working within the yeah. system like it's <laughs> like, not a good excuse. No. Also his Stop. experience was like one other film credit versus yeah, for yeah. like decades in TV. Right. Yeah. So I think he has a lot of uncredited. I'm sure. Yeah. You know like rewrites. So I think he has like more experience than that than that like than like what he's actually credited yeah. for. To, you know, to his testament, not that I'm like, I don't think he's like the issue. Yeah, yeah, that, right? I don't yeah. shit on him, but. Of course, but like, yeah, yeah, the optics of that is like, yeah. what makes him so much more qualified? Yeah, but it's also, I mean, I get, you know, if you're more experienced, sure, but like, working on the same project, like, she was on the first movie, which was obviously a huge hit, like, that should definitely have some kind of value when, like, you know, bringing her in for the sequel, so it, yeah, it just feel like such a cheap, like, it was just really cheaply done and like really sucks for her um i think just like in the industry in general like the whole experience thing is why someone like you might disagree like a Zack snyder (laughs) who i hate but has done multiple movies is getting paid a shitload of money rightfully so keep making (laughs) shitty movies (laughs) they do yeah his movies Make bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it's because of him or the material he's working with. So how are the writers getting? Paid? I I That's think his, his writers are. Chris Terrio is a great writer. I think the problem with that more so lies in studio interference. And this is again a WB. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That yeah. to yeah. me, this is this is 
they, they don't have like their head on straight essentially yeah. it's like his movies are not fantastic mm-hmm. but they're serviceable right and they're enjoyable for me at least and i think for a lot of people who at least like were like middle of the road on some of his stuff when they watch his actual cuts of it, they're like yeah this is like an okay mm-hmm. movie, solid movie Whereas you get this WB cut that's just like, it's always about maximizing their income. Yeah. And so they will chop it to bits and then to get it as many screens as possible. True. And then you end up with like this like really hard to follow kind of turd where <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg is just having a seizure on camera for like two and a half hours. It's, it's fucking weird. It's a weird movie. But it's not the movie that he made. <laughs> so I'll give him credit for that. <laughs> I mean, it's always okay. weird from WB's perspective in that every single time like something gets slightly wrong at the box office, it's pivot, fire everyone at the top, get yeah. someone new up there. Right. Like there's just never just like never any second chance up there. It's just, that's why it's just so like cut up and everything. It's just like mm. we're just gonna pivot constantly. It's yeah. Just, like we can't give anyone room to find their footings. Like maybe you did some of this right, but we're just gonna axe it all. Yeah. And then just get someone else out there. And the person that's on their way out just does whatever they can to maximize their bonus before they're gone. Yeah. yeah. And so you end up with situations like Justice League or with like even I imagine Crazy Rich Agents is probably or what is it? What's the sequel called? China Rich Girlfriend, I think. Something like Something that. Something like that. Yeah. I oh. feel like these are just like it's such a symptom of just like a studio that is constantly in flux. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I was like, I'm really glad that the story came out with like exact figures because that's like that's the step towards change of like actual transparency mm-hmm. of what these people are getting paid. And I feel like Hollywood, especially. You know, it's from, like, kind of, like, an elitist standpoint are, like, you know, when they come out with this stuff, they're hesitant to actually tell what the difference in the pay is because it's so high and still, at the end of the day, like, it feels, like, detached from, you know, or not grounded Mm -hmm. in, like, everyday people, (laughs) like, the salaries we're fighting for. Yeah. But it's still, you know... I just like to see, like, what is the actual dollar amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an issue that, you know, we've seen recently with actors and actresses, too, who are like, oh, well, they, they're making, like, millions more. And then people are like, well, but you're still getting paid millions of dollars to make a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. They get they get paid, like, like, a lot of money. But it is still comparable, like, to an average person. Like, if you're working with someone in the same position and, like, they're getting paid triple what you're getting paid, like, right. that's very unjust and it sucks so even though it is a lot of money like it's a lot of zeros (laughs) you know it's still there's still people they're still doing their job it's that's just what the standard in the industry is Mm -hmm. that you know we're also paying for because we're going to see these movies we're buying these movies so yeah it's like I mean I always look at that as like I mean the movies bring in a lot of zeros Mm -hmm. so they should get paid yeah. in a way that's comparable to what the film is making. You exactly. know what I mean? So I, I always, I, I hate when people throw that argument out mm-hmm. there of like, oh, well, they're overpaid. Like, not for what they're doing. You know, they're getting yeah. paid, should be getting paid fairly yeah. for what they're doing. Agreed. And if, I mean, your life, everyone knows your life. <laughs> like, you have no privacy. No like, privacy. yeah, I want a lot of money. <laughs> to <Yeah>. like, <laughs> yeah. Because you're putting me in the public eye. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. give me money so I can buy high walls and high like fences <laughs> for my house <laughs> security <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh 
Hustlers came out yesterday, mm-hmm. and I like I have plans to go see it tonight. Okay, mm. so I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I was like honestly very disappointed that I am seeing it before <laughs> recording because I know that I'm gonna want to talk about it immediately. Yeah, but I still want to talk about it because yeah. I'm super excited. Um, because it premiered at TIFF, mm-hmm. and I I just like I really really appreciate that this is getting the respect that it should be getting. You know, I feel like this could very easily just be, you know, um, seen as fluff and, yeah, like, a silly kind of movie or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I'm glad that it's being, like, compared to, like, a Scorsese film or, you know, like, a Goodfellas or something like that, because that, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's what it is. But it did take for it to come in, you know, to the festivals, people actually see it. I know when the trailers came out, people were like, like, what is this about strippers? Like, who cares? Right. But I think you it was know, much more than that though, because the writer, um, I think she wrote for the New York Times for a while. She was also Bo Burnham's girlfriend for a little bit, oh. or even still now, I'm not sure. But okay. it, uh, uh, he posted something yesterday that I thought was awesome. Like he was just praising her for mm-hmm. fighting to get this movie made because mm-hmm. she was wasn't sure that anybody would want to watch it. So. I don't know. Uh-huh. I would support it, and <laughs> <laughs> we know Megan would support yeah, it. <laughs> did anyone say that about Magic Mike? Like, oh, it's just a movie about strippers. Who cares? I mean, I no. did. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, honestly, I'm not a Magic Mike. <laughs> I mean, the overall reception to that was like, right. I feel like everybody was more on board for it. So yeah, and that yeah. movie was so campy. Yes. It, it was. Yeah. But I, I feel like especially the first imagine. like Magic Mike because all the like trailers and promos it was just like them dancing and all yeah. like the really sexy and like steamy scenes but like there's <laughs> no. some really like shitty stuff that happens in that movie yeah. that like they just don't portray in the trailers just yeah. to get people to go and see you know all these guys half naked. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but they weren't doing that with this movie. Like, sure, they were showing the sexy stuff, but you also got to see, like, oh, there's so much more to the story like than... The plot. Yeah, and there's the a plot. There's actually a plot yeah. to this. So. The characters are geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I'm really, I'm really excited. Wait, we're talking about Hustlers. Yes. 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 No, no, no. no. Uh, wait, were you talking about yeah. Magic Mike? Yeah. I still don't remember the plot to Magic Mike. I watched no, the final movie. No, I I just remember, uh, he had a, what's the guy's name? Channing. Channing Tatum. Mm -hmm. Wasn't his sister like a drug addict? Yes. And he was like trying to make money for her or like to help uphold the family. They tried to make, I mean it was like Steven Soderbergh was like trying to make it like edgy and gritty. They tried. The male stripper with a heart of gold. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I had to say it, I'm sorry. (laughs) The hustlers. But that's like, that is a real story of like, you know, this is, you know, the empowerment of like women using what they have to get ahead mm-hmm. and I that deserves for respect. It. Absolutely. <laughs> I am here. That's for the it. American story. <laughs> like literally the American dream. Truly. So and you know, sprinkling the crime also still <laughs> makes it very bad. That's true. <laughs> Guns. But I'm honest because J Lo is getting Oscar buzz. Yeah. And she is deserving of it. Truly. I love JLo. She is a great actress. I will defend that to the grave. Uh, okay, wait. Here. If Selena had been made this yeah, year, she would have won Selena. an Oscar for I that movie. I will give you Selena. Like, singularly. <laughs> wow. No I did love The Wedding Planner, not going to lie. Yes, but it's not. Yeah, but I just never, you know... I, 
Did you watch Shades of Blue? I did not. Shades of Blue was actually good. Okay, I did not watch that even. Because I'm I liked it. Cop procedural is not my thing. Not but. mine either, but it was J Lo, so I was like, and Ray Liotta, so I was like, so yeah, I'm watching this. <laughs> I also like Out of Sight, and I know yes. that wasn't popular. Enough, <laughs> enough, it gets slept on all the time. Mm. She's a badass in that movie. This is that movie is so good. I'm also throwing out Made in Manhattan. Love that movie. <laughs> That's a great movie. Tyler Posey. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Okay. 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 Tyler Chris, Posey. Chris, yes, you're I right. see your face right now. Let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> J-Lo, I, I, J-Lo, okay, I was not a fan of J-Lo for quite some time. Um, her, I, I, as a dancer, sure, like, great, that, that's all I knew her from back in the day, but then when she started breaking out into acting, I'm, I, I'm still not a fan of her singing. I'm sorry, Meg. I'm very sorry. Not, not, she doesn't really sing. She just kind of talks really good. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, but, I, I mean, sorry. when she started coming out with the eye, I was like, I was still, I was kind of taken back with it, and I was just like, mm, okay, let me give her a shot. But I, I honestly think she's a better actor than, than, than I... Or well, just singer. She's just an overall great performer. She's just a performer. Uh, absolutely. Like, jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. I will not deny and, that. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, the incredible, incredible businesswoman. She's mm-hmm. a business like, she is just, she is the most hardworking person in Hollywood, I feel like, hands down. Yeah. And that she does is, work a lot. like, she's good at what she does. Like, that's the thing. Like, she, yeah. if she's not the greatest singer in the world, like, yeah. she turned, the, she can still turn that into an empire. Exactly. Also, I love the fact that, you know, she does everything and A-Rod is just like the supportive house husband like in the audience like yes that's my wife almost (laughs) but like I love that dynamic too because it's just like she's doing her shit like she's bringing in the money yeah. I'm, I'm like coming. Happy. Well, Aaron also makes a lot of money too because with the commentary. Well, that's whatever. true. Yeah. But still, JLo's. I'm sure she's. She's doing fine on her own. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 She's, not, she's not struggling. Fine. Yeah. I, I mean, she's always been bacon. more successful than yeah. her partner. Yeah. She has. She because has. she's yeah. JLo, no one's more successful. <laughs> I do have a tremendous respect for her. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I don't love she's everything a, she does. But she's a great actress. Like you, she's mesmerizing. Yeah. I came around like I came around. Selena was really, what really sold me. Because, Selena was great. Yeah, because I really, I I was very skeptical yeah. that she was going to perform or even be. But like Selena. nobody makes hits every single time. No, no. You know, so it. I'm like, mm, you, no. you can't hold like the labor pains against or whatever was that movie where she, backup mm-hmm. plan where she was like, backup plan. Like, oh, yeah. God. You know, God. Oh. like you can't hold all of that yeah. against her. Yeah. But she like she has really great talent. I liked her in the cell. I actually I, did like the cell. Like the Weird yeah. fucking movie, but Weird. Vincent D'Onofrio. I did yeah. dig that. Is Sandra Bullock in that, or is that the net? The net. I feel like it's literally <laughs> just Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent, yeah. I don't think anyone else in the movie. Yeah, there weren't Anaconda. any other. Anaconda. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Anaconda. Wow. You saw it in theaters? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know why. I did not just, because I hate snakes. Ah, well, not the movie. For so you, I have yeah. not even seen it. <laughs> yeah. I will say I did see J Lo in person once. And it was one of those things where, like, she has such a presence that, like, you just know. Yeah. She was all the way at the end of the block. Yeah. And as she was walking up, I'm like, I feel like that's Jayla. I couldn't even make out her face. <laughs> but that was my first thought. And she walked in. Yeah, it, like, tingled. And then she kind of walked in, and it was like, that's fucking Jayla. Yeah. And it's like the whole, the hush fell over the whole yeah. crowd. And I remember the the uh, the greeter at the at the 
that the business I was at, he just was like, hi, Miss Lopez. And she's like, hi. And, she, <laughs> and then she looks at me and she smiles. And then we just looked at each other like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> she acknowledged us. I and then you were. <laughs> yeah. My body would have disintegrated into a pool like Alex Max died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slithered like, to my car, reformed, yes. and then fainted again, and then came to, and then called literally every person I know. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair reaction. That's what my reaction would be. I love it. If JLo said Jeez. literally, and like yeah. looked at me, gave me a wink, something like that. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> suggesting that. I'm putting that out into the universe. If that it's wants to happen, happen. <laughs> a living goddess. <laughs> but I am going to see it tonight with like 15 people, so it's oh, gonna nice. be cool. <laughs> it's my girlfriend's birthday tomorrow, so it's like we're th- when this was announced, like this was the date it was coming out. It was like there's nothing else we're gonna do for your birthday mm. except go tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, it was like probably. I think it was probably her idea. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yeah. She's also a JLo stan. Uh, SNL news. They announced three new cast members. I'm only excited for one because I only know one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pumped for Bowen. Yay. Bowen! So exciting. I love him so much. And yeah, I've, I've been also super binging uh, his podcast, Lost Culturistas, with Matt Rogers. I still need to check it out. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I recommend it because yeah. yeah, he's just. He's just a lovable person. He yeah. He's also, Aquafina is working on a show. I think it's not, is it Comedy Central? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Yeah. Bo Yang is also, I think it's Nora Goes to Bronx or Nora Does Bronx. Nora from Queens. Nora from Queens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Almost close enough. Um, the geography was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bo Yang is also in that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see it. But I don't think, I don't know how far that show is going to go now that he's on SNL. He'll, I mean, I think he's wrapped on the other show and everything else he's doing because SNL is pretty time-consuming from what I have heard. I have confidence in him. He also has a scene scene stealer in Isn't It Romantic. Uh, I didn't see that movie. Which was a surprisingly funny movie that I would recommend. Okay. Um... You know, it's a good, like, you know, watch it stream. I just avoid Rebel Wilson. I know, I know. You're not super into her, but... I don't know. It was it was entertaining. I took my mom to go see it. Oh. She was so excited. <laughs> she was like, "All the men in my life won't go see this with me," and I was like, "We'll take you." Um, but yeah, it was very exciting because it's very. I mean, one of the only Asian American like only only He's right the first yeah Asian American uh, cast member on SNL, which mm-hmm. is wild and wow. queer. Mm-hmm. Which is, they've had queer cast members before, but, like, not very many. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I know. SNL, it's, it's been on for decades, yeah. but, like, the lack of diversity they've had on the, that show and the mm-hmm. cast is astonishing. Yeah. Like, the fact that the, they had, uh, was it Ego? No, not Ego. Sh- uh, Sashir. Sashir. Mm-hmm. was the first African-American woman. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, but like, that was... That was only, only a couple like years eight, ago. Yeah. yeah, like eight, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Which is wild. And that was like, a, that was after like lots of press of being called out mm-hmm. for it. And it was like yeah. literally one slot they left open for like a diversity hire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I love Sashir and I think she's great. But like, that's also like, they literally were like, oh, we, we purposely sought out a bunch of like black women. And that's how like Leslie Jones got on the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, staff was because she lost out that spot to Sashir and then like joined the cast mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Um, 
So, I'm yeah, like, open like it jumps. up to more than one. They've gotten a little bit better in the past, well, you know, clearly yeah. this hiring. But here's what's weird about it is that of the three, like, Bowen is one, then some other random person, and then this guy, Shane, who's a white guy, who, like, just last year, they're, like, resurfacing all of this stuff that he's done on his podcast where mm-hmm. he said a bunch of racist stuff mm. oh, against God. Asian people. <laughs> oh, my oh. gosh. Mm. Like, I didn't bother, like, going back and, mm-hmm. like, researching what he said more. Like, I don't want to perpetuate that. But, like, it's definitely very offensive stuff. It's, like, very, like, anti-immigrant kind of language. Mm. Like, he's... Oh, no. It's just, like, frat boy, like... Oh, why do comedy kind of thing yeah like the quote in the one of the quotes in the article i read was um him saying something about how he like hates um asian people trying to learn english like that kind of like that train of thought Um, obviously we don't need to complete those thoughts (laughs) exactly but like but also just like very very clearly offensive Mm -hmm. yeah like there's no gray area with those kinds of comments like when i saw the headlines i was like oh great what's this like a tweet from like seven years ago, yeah. like, you know, whatever that gets resurfaced, which, like, still has validity mm-hmm. to it, but then I was like, oh, no, this is, like, stuff that was said, like, on a podcast a year ago, and, like, lengthy topic, oh, you gosh. know, that just, it, to me, I'm like, that's just showing that you are really, you do have really rooted, like, racist tendencies, yeah. Yeah. so that's weird. That's, a, I mean, I, like, Twitter, Twitter is an interesting yeah, I don't use Twitter. I like yeah. going on Twitter when things are happening because, you know, people just say whatever pops in their heads, which is why I think people get in trouble because, like, they'll just go on and tweet whatever kind of shit comes into their mind, yeah. not thinking that, like, you know, I mean, people are going to see it, but they're just like, oh, it's Twitter. That's what it's about. Like, started so, journal. Yeah. So people, like, when stuff resurfaced from years ago, like, from tweets, I, of course, it matters, but I'm also, like, people are usually, like, when they go on Twitter, they're not you necessarily in their right like best mind I feel like but still it's like you know that's some shit that they're thinking of but if it's something that like you're talking about on a podcast like you've thought about this topic like you want to discuss it you want to make it into like a lengthy conversation or joke like that takes another level more evergreen yeah Yeah. exactly but that's also like a very like that's a full topic exposing like like opinions or like things Mm -hmm. that you have towards the yeah towards Asian people and you think that that's acceptable you know like Mm -hmm. in this like new frontier of racism it's like okay you know I have to be more political about like certain things because we've gotten too much flack for it so now I'll just like move on to Mm -hmm. a like new section of people that have less representation and I'm less likely to get flack for saying stuff like this like the amount of times I've like seen you know white people say stuff particularly like about Asian people and think that it's acceptable or like cute to say it mm-hmm. like cute racism like mm-hmm. cute girl like, like that is I feel like I haven't been confronted with it more recently because yeah. <laughs> I'm a little just more in my own of people like know what I'm about and they won't say shit like that to me but like you know I think you know you know, five to ten years ago I was getting it a lot more it would be like a white girl being like mm, I just like don't like Asian people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that, like, yeah, like, literally, I've had, I've seen people say that exact statement. Mm-hmm. Which is really I'm fucked starting. up. Yeah. Like, that's just, and they think that that's 100% like, cute and acceptable to say. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is kind of weird. And it's not exclusive to just, like, white people doing it. I know black yeah. people do that shit a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They talk a lot of shit about Asian people. And yeah. I'm never... I mean, I used to I'm not care as much when I was a kid. Like, right. it didn't register with me. But as mm-hmm. I've gotten older, and as we've gotten, like, more sensitive to these yeah. things, it's bizarre to me that there are still so many holdouts when it comes to that. Yeah. That, like, yeah. people still yep. make, like, really, like, low-hanging fruit mm-hmm. Asian jokes. Yeah. And I just, I don't get where that yeah. comes from and how people don't, why that's not seen as something that could blow back on you later, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. for this guy to do this in his podcast and then mm-hmm. go and audition for SNL and it's like, if you made it, like, when you were when you were going through this and you thought to yourself, I might make it, it never occurred to you, like, I should probably clean all this shit up. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I, I, mean, he, I should think about this. I think yeah. he did and I think, like, I, I'm not positive, but I think, like, he might have tried to scrub some old episodes or whatever and then, like, read it, like, kept on to them. And, well, that's like, even worse. Right. I mean, more so, like, get, like, say something. Like, sure. address it. Well, did you see his statement? Because his statement about no. it was, like, sorry if you were offended. Oh, God. Like, it was no. a lengthy, like, sorry oh, if you were God. offended Just stop with the apology bullshit. And I was like, so confused because I saw, like, Paul F. Tompkins post, like, he post, who I love, and he posted something about, like, it was a satire of that statement, mm-hmm. but it was basically... Um, like, oh, like, let me put your offense into a, like, offense detector machine, and (laughs) if you come out positive, then I will apologize to you, but if it's negative and you're just, like, a rage monster, then, like, I won't. And I was like, what is this about? Mm -hmm. Did someone get mad at him? And then I went back and saw the article and saw that that guy's statement, I was like, oh, he's commentating on that because Paul of Tompkins is But that's also, like, the whole kind of political climate right now, too, with the whole, like, snowflake comment. It's like, oh, you get offended so easily it's like no like you're just saying really offensive shit like it's not like I'm being sensitive it's like Mm -hmm. you're saying some really inappropriate stuff (laughs) like it's not us it's you (laughs) please understand that I was laughing I saw Hari Kondabalu reposted like a bit he did for years and um, and it was basically like saying that I'm obsessed with race. This is I'm speaking as Hari Kondabalu (laughs) (laughs) is like saying that I'm obsessed with swimming when I'm drowning Mm. Okay. Oh, I get that. Right? Yeah, I get like, that. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, okay. he has much better kids. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I get it. I get it. More, but, like, you know, people telling yeah. him that he's mm-hmm. obsessed with race and talks about it all the time is, like, saying that, yeah. I mean, I was just going to, like, repeat it again. <laughs> 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 you heard it the first time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so I wonder, I mean, there's so much talk about this Shane guy, so I wonder if NBC is going to do anything about it I mean I probably not but yeah as of yesterday I hadn't made a comment about it yeah but also maybe do some of that research before you hire people mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and or and or like why is that a brand of comedy you want on your show yeah you know it's like it's that th- one step forward two steps back yeah true. like in the same <laughs> casting announcements <laughs> such a bummer yeah. yeah yeah so we'll see what happens but it's some better news Americana HBO yes. Max series was announced. Yes, it's being adapted. Um, the novel by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. <laughs> Have my phone in front of me to make sure. I've read some of like her stuff before, so mm-hmm. I like really try to make a point to like you know, try to remember those names, but, you know, on recording, I was like, let me make sure I've got this down. (laughs) Um, 
But I'm super excited about it and thought of you, Trisha, yes. immediately because it's going to be starring an executive produced uh, by Lupita Nyong'o, but also written by Denai Guerrero, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Oh. Which I'm very excited about. <laughs> and I'm super fan. I'm super fan of Denai's. Um, uh, I uh, due to The Walking Dead, but it's mm-hmm. fine. It's expanded beyond then. But also when she played. Um, um, Akoye. 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 I'm sorry. I'm so excited by the news. I can't even speak. I actually don't know what the story is. Are you familiar yeah. with, the, with Americana? So it's um, uh, two people uh, who were raised in uh, Nigeria, mm-hmm. and uh, the woman, they like fall in love. It's like, kind of like their love story. And she, the woman goes to America um, on a visa to academic um so she's like studying there and then he uh tries to escape uh, into like a dangerous life of um undocumented living in london Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. kind of like following their storylines and like their um you know their relationship but like because then while she's in america too it's like the first time she has to really be confronted with um you know being black in america you know like she grew up in nigeria so she like dealing with that kind of the discrimination is, um, you know, very jarring. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just wild to, I mean, you don't think about it that much. Like, racism is alive and well everywhere, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, if you grew up in Africa where, like, I mean, sure, you see things on TV and you hear about things, but it's like, in the communities there's different kinds of discrimination, but, like, racism isn't as prevalent. Mm-hmm. You know, coming to the U.S. where black people are treated frankly, quite poorly. But, like, you know, the, the change in, like, culture and that shock that has to be to yeah. someone to be like, I don't understand why, yeah. why is this a thing? Like, why am I treated so badly because of the color of my skin? And if you're not familiar with this writer, she is the, you will know her because she does the feminist um, reading in Beyonce's Flawless. Oh. That's her speaking. Oh! oh. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so like her little quote about feminism is, yeah, so. That's exciting. So it's supposed to be on HBO Max? Mm-hmm. Do they, when? <laughs> <laughs> they just announced it being developed, so I'm sure it'll be probably like a year or so. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't know when HBO Max is coming out. It's sometime next year. I mean, who knows? Apple TV just announced that they're starting Apple Plus. What? What is this? I have no idea. (laughs) It's as Apple Plus. Apple TV Plus is happening too. We need more Plus. What is that? All the Pluses. (laughs) Wait, A P T? No, no, B E T. Oh, B E T. I thought it was A P T, and I was like, Apple. (laughs) So Apple Plus announced that they're launching on November first. At four ninety nine, right before Disney Plus comes out, Ooh. yes. Mm. But so mm-hmm. my question and oh wait, sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt. But Bob Iger also just stepped down from the yes. Apple board, board which that's I right. Honestly, didn't even. Know I know we were talking board. about that's that like, yesterday. I was like, I, I want to be at that like rich person level where I can be on any board I want. Because yeah. like, it's like what I'm done with this board. I'm bored. I'm bored. Next board. And like boards, what do they do? Do they actually like meet? It's just like yeah. a 
title thing. Allegedly? I don't know. But they have to approve, like, major changes within the company. Yeah, big changes. Mm, Okay. So, like, basically the direction of the company, like, it all has to get voted on I guess I didn't really know what boards do. I just knew the rich people were on boards, and that was kind of the thing. But, like, essentially the the owners of the company. Interesting. But you can just step down whenever you want. Like, if it's it's a whole bunch of, like, if it's a public company, though, I mean, all the board members are responsible to the shareholders, so Mm. they could technically all get, like voted yeah. out depending on how the blocks for all the stocks and holdings are. Interesting. But I think for Bob Iger, I think both Apple and Disney, they had, because Steve Jobs was on Disney's board for a while mm. because he had Pixar when they bought mm-hmm. that out. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So oh, they had yeah. shared, like, people for a while. Mm-hmm. So. And now they're actually in now competition. They're, they're in competition yeah. Which, who would have thought? <laughs> but, so my question for Apple Plus is, are there, are there shows ready yeah. to yeah. launch in a month? Apparently. They have she. Which was like the first show that they ever announced, I think, for this. Oh, I know. That's right. Oh, right. Post apocalyptic. Because I, I just remember like hearing all these uh, like stories about like shows getting picked up or scripts being picked picked up, but I didn't know anything was ready or like shot yet. So I think it's also going to launch with Morning Show, which is Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Mm -hmm. And I there's a couple of other ones that are. But it seems like there won't be that much. Like, does Apple? own, like, are they going to be bringing other content on? Or is it just going to be original? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know. Because they won't have, I mean, launch. the library won't be that big once they launch. Like, they're not going to have that many shows. No, I so. think that's why they're going at such a low price yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. But I think it's mm. more of a, like, because it's also, you know, the original stuff, but isn't it kind of the intention for it to be sort of like a storage for, or like a central place? Am I making all of that up? Like, I I, like was, an uh, iCloudist? I thought there was some sort of, like, like how <laughs> movies anywhere for Disney. Yeah. Oh. I thought there was, like, some sort of aspect of it yeah. to be, like, oh, this will be a central place where you could put, like, oh, are they gonna, they could be purchases. Okay. Are they going to move, because they, they, they ended iTunes, so are they going to, like, move that purchasing option stuff to Apple Plus, maybe? All great questions. I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> but it just seemed like we'll a direct. Thing. Not on yeah. 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 Right? <laughs> if only. But it just seemed like a direct kind of response to Disney Plus. Yeah. Like does it make does it make sense to launch just like before Disney Plus, but like not really have anything to launch with? Cause then people are gonna be well, mad when like more stuff comes on and like they keep raising the price like with Netflix people like I'm pissed because I keep getting charged more and more for Netflix. Yeah. But that's what like, everybody's going to be doing. Like, exactly. There's no way Disney Plus is staying at seven ninety nine. No. Nope. I mean, all that original content is like, it's expensive. It yeah. is. Very expensive. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I mean, even Netflix is like suffering. And if they're really going oh. to war with Apple, none of them are going to win. Right. <laughs> Apple has so much cash. Yeah. Mm. Are you guys, are you cord cutters regretting cutting cords now? No. I might as well just go fucking cable at this I told, I predicted this years ago. I've never well, it. I mean, I still, well, no, I, don't, I, I, I get don't cable, really, no. I get cable through PlayStation View, so it's like, basically the same sure. thing as like streaming, but it's live TV. Yeah. I only use it for sports and oxygen. So, <laughs> you know. I've just that's never it. had cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I've always no, had cable, <laughs> and I love it. So. <laughs> I always had it, and then when I moved to LA, I was like, saving money, cutting it. Uh-huh. And I was so excited. And now it's like, I because I'm such a big consumer, yeah. and mm-hmm. everything's just splintering off, 
And it's like, I feel like it's getting to like down to the genre where it's like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. watch anime, I got to get Funimation or Crunchyroll. Yeah. yeah. I want to watch horror, I got to get Shudder. Yeah. Like, I can't even just go to one place and watch a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to go to all these different sources for it. It's fucking annoying. It really it is. is. I can't. <laughs> I've been yelling about this for like two months now. Because <laughs> I like can't keep track where I have to go to watch it. I'm like, oh, I want to keep watching The Americans. In Finland, it's on Netflix. Here, it's on Prime Video. That's right. <laughs> And then I also was watching Four Weddings and a Funeral. Then that's on Hulu. And then, like, I have to remember where all these shows are. Mm-hmm. We sound so old. I know. Yeah. I need to put, like, I can't remember, remember where my thing is. I need a list. Oh, God. There used to just be one place. I, <laughs> like, I would just, like, write it down. I wonder if this is a good idea for a service I might start. Ooh, don't shit. Don't you turn it first. <laughs> no, I mean, they, whoever does Copyright. it would just have to par- partner with all of them. But, like, mm-hmm. if, um,. If there's a way to just do like rolling subscriptions for each one, you right. can figure out like the timelines for when the majority of their things go up, oh. and then have like if someone just subscribes to your service, and then you just do the rolling subscriptions for everyone after that, mm. so that you're only subscribed to like one thing at a time. So like you know, I'll just watch everything here. I'll hit the other shows here. Mm. You shouldn't have shared this no, publicly. I think you should cut this out. After yeah. this or editing and out. I think you should 100% develop that because yeah. I want it right now. Yeah. <laughs> but also like I share all of my subscriptions with everybody so like I'm paying for one thing and and then my friend pays for one thing and they pay for one thing and then we all share so Mm. I'm still I'm still you know making profits (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine with it yeah break it up I think I'm smart I can remember where my shows are or if I you know dig around a little bit whatever I just want to get to my content real (laughs) fast (laughs) it's just gonna push you know piracy levels higher yeah Yeah. 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 it always happens whenever like the beginning of like trying to make it more difficult for the consumers to do anything because mm-hmm. piracy is never like an it's more it's always a service problem mm-hmm. anytime a better service comes along that makes it easier for people to get their content it drops like a stone yeah um, but also yeah I, I i like it for two things well i love that there is more stuff getting made but then i also don't like that there's stuff that I don't think maybe didn't need to get made. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like Netflix was going for, like, they were their level of quality went down so, so mm-hmm. far. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That they would make really, like, especially their movies, a lot of it is super, super mediocre. Yeah. And I was like, we, yeah. you know, could have been a little bit more discerning about that. But, uh, I think it was last week, I saw a bunch of new trailers on Netflix's Facebook page mm. for, like, shows and movies that actually look really, really good. Like, yeah. there's this one, Unbelievable. That was, I, just, I started that. I you just did? added that to yeah. my list. Oh. What is that? Tell us about it. It's, it's about a, uh, she a child at the time, I guess, but mm-hmm. it's starring, um, uh, Tony Collette mm-hmm. and Caitlin Caitlin Deaver 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 Booksmart from Booksmart oh yeah, yeah. Booksmart yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. she's great but like she she was sexually assaulted and then like no one believed her and so she mm-hmm. was just like constantly like in these like interviews and things of um just constantly answering the same questions over and over and that must have been so hard on that because it's a break it's based on a New York Times article mm-hmm. or, yeah. some... it's a true story that happened where just like no one believed this this um this woman that this had happened, and then it kept on, like, the guy was still out there, and, like, mm-hmm. the way he was doing it was he was going to all these different, um, he hit, like, just, like, one town in this one jurisdi- jurisdiction that, so none of the police at that time, like, were collaborating with anyone, mm-hmm. so they were all trying to find the same person, mm-hmm. but because, like, he just kept them moving around and around, and mm-hmm. then they never collaborated, they never figured out that this is just one guy that they're trying yeah. to find, and then Tony Collette plays, like, the 
our detective starts figuring out, like, this is all one guy right now, and he's still out there trying to... Bring yeah. him to justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony mm-hmm. Collette. Okay, mm-hmm. I gotta adding it to my yeah, list. Yeah, I watched a trailer for it this morning because it, it popped up in the new release list, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "Yep, watching." Done. There's a there's a Bill Gates documentary coming mm-hmm. out at the end of this. Movie. And so, is the Breaking Bad movie is that Netflix? Yes. Yeah, that is, and that's coming out in, in a year. No. Or wait, that's so, so soon. Yeah. I feel like we yeah. heard about this for the first time, like very recently. It was like a like a sh- was it oh, who said it? Was it Bob? Oh, I think it was Bob Odenkirk uh-huh. at um, some convention. He was like, "We shot the movie and it's done." And then like the next week, the trailer came up and he's like, "Oh, it's being released next month." Oh wow! <laughs> okay, that maybe that's why because I knew that it, he was like, "Oh, it's done." I was like, oh, it's coming out next year, probably. Speaking of Bob Odenkirk, too, he's in this new um, animated series that's on uh, Prime Video that made me think of you guys and if you'd be interested in it. But it's um, Rose, I think her first name is Rose Salazar, mm-hmm. who is in Parenthood. Um, don't know if you've gotten the far to her character yet, mm-hmm. but she's mm-hmm. great. And it's really interesting animation. It's like all, um, it's hand-painted and oh. rotoscoped. So it's like they did all of the acting to, um, without, uh, and then the artist went over and like, yeah, I did see it's like rotoscoping. Yeah, Yeah. rotoscoped Mm -hmm. like the actual footage to make it animated. Isn't there a movie that's kind of like Waking Life? Like, yeah, was it Waking Life? It was Waking Life. Like, Scanner Darkly. Like, Scanner Darkly. That's what it's But it's less. There's that the was Vincent Van Gogh one as well. Yeah, right? that's right. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I saw that trailer. It looked very, very interesting. Yeah. I'm very into that kind of style of animation. Un- too. Uncover? Undone. 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 Yeah. That's yeah. Rose I, was in Elite of Battle Angel, right? I haven't seen it. I think, she, I think she's, she is Alita. Alita right? Oh. So. It's so hard to tell, but I think she was Alita ish because she's got those huge wasn't eyes. Wasn't she? No, I'm thinking of someone else. Wasn't she also in Bird Box? Yeah. Oh, she was. was. She was the cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, who correct. ran off with Machine Gun Machine Kelly? Gun. Who would do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie lost all credibility. I really just wanted to know. Would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> That's funny. Not good. Not a good choice. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Bob Odenkirk was involved with that though. That's awesome. I I really he's like in the trailer. That's how I. I I'm ninety nine percent sure it's him. <laughs> cool. Nice. Um, well, from streaming to, I guess, movie releases and the death of <laughs> movie pass. pass. Right. Sorry, Victor. Officially um, today. <laughs> done. What a garbage service. <laughs> but they shook up the industry, which I they was did. glad for. And my cancellation letter to them, I would give, I said a thank you. <laughs> really? <laughs> God damn it, Victor. <laughs> Don't be so nice all the time. But yeah, they did. I mean, not all these theaters have their own, like, loyalty and, like, memberships. Yeah. You can, like, subscribe. Or do you like well, that's the thing. Like they are like would stub though that AMC stub thing happen. But they did so much shady shit to consumers. But that was at the end. That was yeah. the end. No, 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 in the beginning, in the beginning, it was great. Like it was just like you're on your deathbed. You're supposed to repent, not like become more of an asshole. It was a bad, bad business practice. Like a bad way to set up your business in the beginning, and everyone was already questioning it. And then, like, un- yeah. <laughs> obviously, it went down a hill. Everyone was waiting for this to happen. Like, when yeah. I signed up, I was like, this cannot last long. Like, yeah. I'll make the most of it. 
Honestly, I just only saw one movie with MoviePass ever. <laughs> I said, that's why I signed up for the first day. Yeah. And I thought it was going to die. Like, <laughs> like a Ponzi scheme. I got in first. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's done. Finally. It took a long time. Like, they kept coming back for air and... No. Yeah, they kept on just restricting what you could see, and then it worked, like, only outside of, like, major cities. My friend was still using it, like, last night, I think. Wow. Like, it wasn't working for a lot of people, and then you had to do some roundabout ways of installing new APKs into the thing. Oh, good God. So that's it. He was still able to use it, and he also was luckily... They started doing this verification thing where you had to take a picture of your ticket. Mm. Never, never got rolled out to him. So he's, oh. he was always fine. Just like, I'll just buy tickets for things and just, just yeah. go. Wow. Well, now that is officially dead. R.I.P. Lived on for a very long time. But like, did no those money. those movie theaters still got paid, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that know was that, that was their main issue. That mm-hmm. movie movie pass would pay for every single ticket because none of the theaters would give them a discount on anything, right? Or budge on anything that they wanted. So movie pass paid full price for every single thing that you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were very hopeful when yeah. <laughs> they started that, that service, but I mean, honestly, like, it was a great idea. They just didn't think it through. Yeah. 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 Uh, Happens to the best of businesses, huh? And, I guess so. I mean, their sacrifice allowed everything else to work out. I mean, I use A-List now. Yeah. yeah. I use Cinemark Movie Club. <laughs> I don't trust any of them. I don't trust a single one now. MoviePass made it so difficult for me to, like, cancel. Mm-hmm. For like oh, a true. good month, every time I tried, I'd get an error message, oh. and so I would call, and they always say the lines were constantly busy. It took a month for me to actually, ca- and then when oh, I did, awful. there was definitely no one there. No, yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Was gone. <laughs> but when I did finally cancel, they still kept charging they still me, kept you oh. on. and I had to do like this extra stage that they never outlined in the first place. Mm-hmm. So they just kept shifting the goalposts. It was very hard. So, you know what? I'm just glad they're dead. I actually, I went through, I went through um, Twitter because they had a customer service Twitter handle. So I DM'd them because they actually were, they were responding on Twitter because on emails, like you just get an auto mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Twitter, they're actually responding to people. But then I think that also just got very overwhelming because everyone was tweeting at them like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So Send it was Send me a wire you canceling There's nothing I hate more <laughs> than, yeah, a business that makes it hard to cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, if this is how you need to sustain your business model, mm-hmm. it's not a successful business yeah. model. Which is why I've been paying for LA Times online subscription for a year <laughs> because they want you, it's so easy to like online. <laughs> So I, I read them, but but listen to this. They make you call yes. to cancel. That's yes. online yeah. subscription. That's why it's online, so I don't have to talk to anyone. And you want me to call a number? Want me to call for you. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, Dad. Yeah. Yes, take care of this. But it is nice because you know you get to read more than three articles a month. That's like when but. I that friggin' blue apron free trial thing so I was like sure I'll do it this is stupid and then I was like obviously I'm canceling it immediately Mm -hmm. canceled it but it was like okay here's how you cancel we're gonna email you a link and then you have to click on that link but like I was on my computer and it wouldn't open on my computer I had to go to my phone and open the link on my phone and then cancel it and then they sent me an email that like in buried in the middle of the email was like okay, like, your subscription will be canceled after the next box. So I was like, I got, like, oh, confirming you're canceled, but it was, like, buried in the fine print. We're still going to send you another one. So then I got it the day before I was going on vacation for a week, and I sent them the meanest email that was, the subject line just was boo. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I ranted about how this was fucked up. And then they were like, we can't refund you. And I was like, nope, where's your manager? Yeah. <laughs> this is why I just changed my billing info. 
Because when they don't get the money right away, they'll cancel your shit immediately. That's yeah. right. You know? I have no, like, sling. That's Wasted right. no time. I'm shutting my account down when I just changed my billing info. So. Yep. That's Sounds smart. That's a good hack. That's the, loophole. that's the old school way of doing things. Yeah. So long as they can get you your money, they'll never let you go. That's right. <laughs> that is true. Do you just make something up? or do you? Yeah, I just change you? a digit. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you're going to do. One, two, three, first yeah. street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we have some more MCU news, actually. Well, kind of. <laughs> so I read an article yesterday that um, uh, Marvel Studios has been talking about inter- uh, rebooting the X-Men franchise and incorporating oh. it into the MCU in Phase 5. However, Wait, rumored or they're actually saying that? Uh, well, this part is rumored. The part that is rumored is that they wanted to, they're wanted. looking to cast um, more people of color mm-hmm. um, for the... Such famous a... role of magenta Mag- magneto magenta blues clues not rocky horror picture <laughs> show we were just talking about blues clues yesterday we were, <laughs> to be fair yeah, fair enough fair enough i'm not i'm i'm not on my game um, but yeah i read an article this morning um from we got this covered thank you victor for adding that it's just because um, they're such a unreliable yeah, yeah, yeah they really are but they were saying that um they were looking to cast denzel washington as magneto huh <laughs> thoughts i don't know man i need to hear what more. do you mean because sorry right my one thing with this is that like magneto's story is so like tied intrinsically mm-hmm. to like his Jewish background yes. that I feel that just replacing him with a black guy does a disservice to both Agreed. of those like struggles mm. that it, I don't that it's like kind of it's weird to me it's like yeah. a weird tokenism yeah it, yeah. it feels like yeah. tokenism to me yeah. feels very forced you know when um, there's and it's like I get it like but I just also think that there are other other cultures in this that are represented in this country that who have dealt with the sort of things that Magneto has dealt with yeah. like in more modern history that yeah. like I don't get me wrong like it's not to say I'm not I feel like I'm gonna get yelled at by my black friends I'm not cheapening the black struggle but like if you compare that to say like a Syrian mm-hmm. who has moved to the US like their experience is a lot more comparable oh yeah, yeah. I think absolutely in a lot of ways so it to me it's just like I, I don't think I just don't get that's fucking weird. I it's guess. weird, right? I just, I just don't, okay, no, I, I agree a hundred percent with that because it's like thinking about X Men being a huge. I'm wearing an X Men shirt right now. Um, I'm a huge fan of X Men comics in, in general, and I mean, being a mutant in a way is like their own. Like they're already diverse enough. Like they're but, super mm, diverse. Yeah, and, and that's been the beauty of char- X Men too. Exactly, because like, they always like draw and like pull in social commentary, mm-hmm. but like. You know, draw parallels the with queer like exactly yeah. like queer identity and like race, like racism and stuff, but like through the mutants. So and yeah. that's that's the other thing is like don't don't get the guy who like played Malcolm X to play the Malcolm Thank X. You. Character. That's also <laughs> the Thank you. to be like mm. we need more diversity in this. Who do we call Denzel? Denzel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally, like the first thing that it's like okay, this is like a sixty-five-year-old white man. No, it's like, like they have their Rolex the on their man, I know. Rolex Denzel on their desk, and they're yeah. like. Yeah. They're like, 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 they're like,
I don't know. Like, I just, no. Please don't yeah. do that. I mean, like, if you said, like, I don't like Professor Exercise, I'm like, ah, I sure. you know, yeah. But it's also, like, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I love Denzel. Yeah. I do. But I also feel like his, he's always Denzel first. Right. And everything. And it's yeah. like, yeah, your performance is great, but it's still a lot of, this was a brand name. I'm putting cases on, like, all this. Shit. It's just the same <laughs> demeanor and sort of, like, swagger in every, like, he's always cool as fuck yeah. in everything. Yeah. It doesn't matter who he's playing. Exactly. And uh, so it's just, I feel that if they do want a black, there's just, like, other older black guys. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot. That's true. I would love for, like, Marvel and the MCU, like, they've been bringing in a lot of like really big name actors to all these shows and movies but like it would be awesome if they just brought in like more unknown actors like they have yeah. this huge audience and like mm-hmm. I think it could also make a lot of the stories more authentic where it's like you're not thinking you know if it's Denzel like you're not thinking of the other <laughs> characters he's played it's like you know it could be a more authentic story especially for the more obscure superheroes that like we don't really know that much about Yeah, I think they really have like it would be a great chance for more unknowns to, you know, just have a chance in the Marvel universe. <laughs> Agreed. And I think that's what they're trying to do, too, at least in the comic series, mm-hmm. because they've just, they killed all of the other, the older X-Men series and mm-hmm. introduced, like, a new, like, Major X or Powers yeah. of X, and they're more, a lot, I mean, they're, again, they were diverse to begin with, yeah. but they're even more diverse because a lot of these, these other mutants have procreated. And... <laughs> <laughs> Create a very interesting character, yeah. so I don't know what they would. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, this so. doesn't sound like a super reliable <laughs> no um, tidbit. So, but we'll see what food for comes thought out of it. But if yeah, Marvel, no, mm-hmm. Marvel, if you're listening, take all of this into yeah. account yes. <laughs> with Mr. your hiring, <laughs> Mr. Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> Although, but it does like. I am excited to see what Marvel does with X Men. Same. You know? mm-hmm. It's um. I never was, like, a hater of Fox's X-Men films. They were mm-hmm. kind of hit or miss. Yeah. I liked more than I disliked. Yeah. But um, also, they're very much like a product of their time. And they were yeah. so tied to that that it was sort of hard to just, like, abandon yeah. everything that had been set forth. Like, it's like, yeah. you know, of course, Wolverine probably shouldn't be six foot three, but <laughs> you're not going to turn down New Jack until he's ready to go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm interested to see, like, what they do because... Fox is, even though I liked it, it was not super comic accurate at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know Marvel will be a lot more beholden to the source material, so mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, 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 you know, I'm optimistic. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm purely excited, because I want, well, not for this, but for, um, just to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Um, and in more Marvel news, actually, uh, Disney Plus Hawkeye show. For Kate Bishop, they've given an offer out to Haley Steinfeld, which... How do we know that? That, that was on Deadline. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the trades. That one's the trade one. So like, yeah. that one's okay. That one makes sense. But but it's just like an offer out. An offer is out. I think she probably should. She probably <laughs> likely will. She makes an interesting career. She does. There's something recently that, um, shoot, now I don't remember what it was, but she has something coming out that's like, uh, I'm gonna look this up because. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Um, yeah. But for the Hawkeye show, so when is it supposed to be taking place? Like, is it right after Endgame? Do we know? I, th- I think so. It's supposed to be slightly the, the time where um, he's still Ronin, and then it's going to transition yeah. into him passing on that mantle to Kate Bishop. And mm. they're, I think they're doing their Young Avengers, like, so they're sort of backdooring it yes. through their streaming thing, and then bringing that on to 
the actual film stage, which is also why I think they're... Oh, yeah. That's for Apple Plus. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. But so, um, I I think going back to your point earlier, Delana, about casting those unknowns, Mm -hmm. I think that was, might have originally been the plan for some of these streaming shows, Mm -hmm. but now that they're trying to bring the streaming shows into the films Mm. as well, I think they're looking for bigger names. Yeah. At least for She-Hulk and Moon Knight, the rumor is that they're looking for, like, an actual, like, a big name to attach, mm. so that will be easy to just transition that into a film role. Yeah. So I guess Haley Steinfeld's, like, beginning that of, like, moving all these young Avengers and seeing where they go from there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I go hot and cold with Haley Steinfeld. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, whenever I see her on screen, like, she's a very good actress. Yeah. I just think I her, like, music, I don't like her music. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just like... Most girls is... Banger. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like uh, I don't. I'm like I don't care for this. But like, I think she, but she's a great actress. It was just interesting to me that she like went into music at all because right. she was like, you know, Oscar nominated this like buzz yeah. actress, and then she was like, I want to be a pop star. Yeah, I think that's what it was because I was like, mm, that felt like kind of a cop out. Like you don't have to be doing this. Like she just wanted to be cool because I don't know if she was hanging yeah. out with T Swift um, or whatever. But <laughs> we did talk about Jennifer Lopez earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but... I mean, no comparison, obviously. No, no, yeah. I just thought it was an interesting choice mm-hmm. to take it that way. I'm not saying yeah. that, like, I wasn't necessarily on board. Yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't on board. Strike by the iron's hot, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, if that's... If, like, that's me. I'm like, she must have been really passionate yeah. about that. Agreed. If that's she the loves way herself. She... Yeah. <laughs> and something anybody else. <laughs> I, I have to confess, I've never heard... That song. That song? Oh, yeah. I heard it on the radio. It's so funny. And probably like in gay clubs. That's so, I don't know why this came to mind. I was watching Jeopardy, Jeopardy last night, and there's this yeah. guy who's been on there for 11 days, and he's just incredible. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because you were reciting the lyrics of the song, because one, one of them was about Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl, like knowing the lyrics. And this guy who knew everything about ancient Greece, about mathematics, <laughs> about linguistics, about literature, also knows all the lyrics to Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl. And I was like, who is this guy? I would, <laughs> I would hang out with him in a heartbeat. He's very him. interesting. Immediately. The song was a bop at the time. <laughs> it, was, it was. That's true. What did everyone watch this week? Well, I haven't finished it yet, but I actually, I've been watching Four Weddings and a Funeral on Hulu, Mindy mm-hmm. Kaling's show, mm-hmm. um, which I enjoy. It's, I think, you have to be a rom-com fan, like, it's very, like, cheesy, because it's Mindy Kaling and she loves rom-coms, but it's cute, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned, might have mentioned it before, but, so Natalie Emanuel is the lead. Yeah. Um, half of the cast is American, half of them are British, they are in London, but I, it's so funny because La- Natalie Emanuel, she's British, but she plays American, like, she's the lead. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird, I just, like, can't get over her American accent because I've never seen her play an American in the past, yeah. but, you know. It's fine. You can get over it. Uh, I didn't see the movie though, so I don't know how much is like kind of pulled from the original material. But I do mm. recommend it if you like Mindy Kaling and if you like rom coms. It's a cute. It's a fun show. It's not too heavy. It's just like a fun, fun watch. I enjoyed the movie when I saw okay. it. The showrunner like, for that has a Marvel gig lined up right afterwards. Oh I think. really? Oh really? Interesting. I'm trying to remember what I think it was for the streaming service, but. I want to see. I feel like when I when I'm done with like the shows I'm watching, and I just like want to watch something light. Like mm-hmm. right away, I'm gonna like burn through that show. Yeah, um, I mean there are some issues. I'm guessing it's in the movie, but so the lead falls in love with her best friend's ex fiance, basically. 
Is that? I don't know if that's in the movie. I honestly don't remember. I've seen um, it, but like, but, like there's go. some issues because I'm all just, I know like, is that Hugh Grant's into Andy McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that what that was dynamic. the premise of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were friends for years, and he had a. But was I was just like, oh, that. like come on, you just met this guy, like, and that's your best friend from college, like, no, he's, I mean, sure, he's a great guy, but like. Don't be shitty. <laughs> like, don't hide this from your friend. <laughs> so, but you know, it's a rom com, so that's what it is. It'll all be Happy like endings. Yeah. Speaking of Mindy Calling, I watched Late Night Finally this oh, week. Oh, yeah. How was it? Emma Thompson is amazing. Oh, and uh, I'm, I'm a huge Emma Thompson yeah. fan. Yeah, and, like, honestly, it was almost like kind of like a Julie. Uh, remember that movie Julia and Julia? Yeah. Where it was like all the like je- like Julia Child uh-huh. parts were great, and then like all the Julia parts were like that's like, kind of what it felt no. like. Like all the Emma Thompson stuff was like incredible, and I just like honestly couldn't even pay attention to like what Mindy Kaling's mm-hmm. plotline was doing, like because it was you know that was like the rom comish part of right. it was like you know her navigating like an all white writers room, and I was like this should like could have been so interesting. But for some reason, it just, like, didn't click for me. And um, and then also, like, spoiler alert, um, at the end, there's a point where, like, whoever, the person she ends up with, they're on the soundstage watching the show being filmed, and the dude leans over and kisses her shoulder. Ew. And I screamed. I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, you are in the workplace? <laughs> this is inappropriate. <laughs> and you were a couple, and it's even weirder that you yeah. kissed her shoulder? It was probably like some improv, like stupid little yeah. moment, but yeah. it stuck with me so bad. But yeah. I said I were talking about it all week. I was like, that is not cool. <laughs> I think that's kind of the... Oh my God, Megan, I love I don't you. want to say problem, but like that's like so... like Because Mindy loves like these like me cute and yeah. you know but you know a lot of times because you just have to like suspend your disbelief and like not be like oh my god it's a workplace because like <laughs> yeah it's really problematic a lot of the things that happen in her shows and her movies but like yeah. that's just like her style like it's very light and it's very like yeah. it's, it's fluff yeah yeah really like, and I also think you just have a very like analytical <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> I'm thinking about euphoria back to that that is true I just need to comment. Hunter Schaefer and Lil Nas X were hanging out, and I'm, just, I'm still obsessed with him. FY, if anyone was wondering, <laughs> Lil Nas X is still my favorite person in the world. His Instagram is hilarious. It's I so good. Yeah, he's he's really so funny. funny. Just pure joy. Just pure joy. And his dogs, seven and nine. Their names are seven and nine. Oh my gosh. I know. They're like, uh, I think they're like. Belgian shepherds, maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, they're really big. Ooh. I can go on a, on a rant tangent about Liz, Lil Nas X, but that would be another podcast. Right. So. I remember them getting the dogs, like, the two posts, like, which one should I get? And then the one right after is like, I got both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I mean, that's adoption. Yeah. That's how you do it. Like, that is relatable. <laughs> I'll take the whole lot. Thank you. <laughs> That's like me at Panda Express. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. um, we'll get it on the way now, but um, so Megan doesn't have to deal with it. So in chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. I can hear about it. I just don't want to see it. Um, I know Victor and I saw it 
Did you see it? Chris? I so here's the thing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I have not had uh, three hours to set aside. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I desperately want to, but I've just been so busy yeah. that I, I just haven't I haven't done my due diligence in the entertainment world lately. You're fine. So, but yeah, it's, it's, I was going to go see it last night and mm-hmm. suddenly it was 11 o'clock and I was like, man, nah, this isn't happening. Yeah, no, yeah. you don't want to do that at 11 o'clock at night. Shot for myself. Sure. <laughs> By myself in the theater. No. Um, <laughs> I so, couldn't even make it through 2020 last night, so no judgment. <laughs> <laughs> it was a special about the real life people that Hustlers is based on. So, oh, yeah. nice. Which I just stand to watch it. Well, it's funny because um, the, the, the reviews have earned yeah, the reviews have not been good for it chapter oh, two. Oh, really? Um, it's very mixed. Because of the length of the film, um, because of some of the jump scares, and, and th- I don't know, they felt like it was, I per- when I watched it, I personally felt like I didn't feel like I was there for three three hours. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. there was enough going on where it was like, okay, we can move things along, we can move mm-hmm. things along. There were a lot of unnecessary things, I feel like they didn't have to include. Victor's mm-hmm. already shaking his head. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt pretty much the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like yeah, they didn't. I felt like they definitely did not have enough story to cover three hours, <laughs> because if there were, and supposedly there's a fourth hour out there that's on the cutting room floor that Miskatti wants to put into it for his supercut of the wow. it, chapter one and two, putting them together. I'll get if that we don't get that for Black Panther, then we don't get it for <laughs> it too. Okay. Agreed. Fair. I mean, director's cuts are the, are the thing right now to you know milk all the money that they can. Yeah, of course. But also, just the second half of the book itself is not as strong as the first half. So mm-hmm. you already have a weak original story that yeah. you're trying to build it off of. I don't feel like Muschietti is the best person to do these adaptations in the first place. I felt he was slightly weak in the first half already, and the second half is more difficult to adapt. And I think he might have been sole writer on the second half. Oh. So did he also direct it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He directed the first one. Yeah. What else has he done? Ma- Ma- Mama. 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 Yeah. Which I was also disappointed. Oh. In. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not like Mama. Yeah. I, feel like <laughs> I don't even know what that is. He. I don't know. He's not the best. I feel like a lot of the problems might be on him, and mm. that yeah. the second part is just structured weirdly. I felt like all the flashback scenes could have been removed. Yeah. And the story would have been fine because then it also. Force them to CGI all the kids, this especially to yeah. Wolfhard, which is he, his is very obvious because not yeah. only because he has the, the glasses that make his eyes big, and mm-hmm. then they had to CGI the rest of his face. So was, he looked like he was an elite battle angel at that point. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes were just huge. They did like, enlarge those like eyes. Ezra Miller now. Yeah. So, like, how do you make him? Like, how do I look him back? All the way back again. And I feel like they had to pitch change all of their voices since they don't sound like that. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Jack Dylan Glazer's voice is like much deeper than yeah. that. Yeah. Interesting. So they, I feel like we had to ADR all of those or do something with it. Mm. The adult casting though for the film still hands down wonderfully done. Like mm. I, I felt like they really nailed their, their younger versions. Mm. I mean that's characters. the saving grace. The strength of that yeah. cast was what pushed it up a lot for me but otherwise it's just it, it was not a horror film at the end of it. Mm. It, it was, wasn't. There's was a lot of under jump scares that are super telegraphed. So it's like, I know it's coming. It's okay, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just I, do it already. <laughs> Just do it. I, That's, I hate that part of horror movies when you're like, you hear the, the music and you're like, uh-oh, some shit's about to go down. Yeah. And then you're just like on edge. You're just like, when's it coming? When's it coming? But because you know it's coming, it's not going to be as scary because you're just waiting for it. Yeah. So that's what happened with that Annabelle 
prequel. Mm. <laughs> they kept doing that. Yeah. And you knew when that music was coming. Right. Except that movie was still scary. I just don't like dolls. That's <laughs> 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 I mean, scary shit, though. I've never been the black person in the theater who yells at the screen. <laughs> I'm like, all right, there's truth in this thing. <laughs> Listen, uh, I yell at screens all the time. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we're going to break that stereotype. Yeah. I also do. There we go. <laughs> but that's too bad about, about it. I, I was curious how it would go because I know the book is similar. Like you said, yeah. it's like the second half is not as strong as Stephen King's terrible at ending yeah. his stories in general, and that is a very egregious example of that. But So I was curious. I think I'll still see it just because I love the cast so much. Mm. Mm. I think it's um, worth a watch, at least once. Yeah. I watched it twice. Like, yeah, see, that was oh, a You watched it twice? How, how did you do this? <laughs> I always have to make sure. I, I, no, the I saw the day. day. I saw the day afterwards. But it was, it's always just for me to make sure, like, I, I crafted this opinion from my first watch. Let me see if that opinion still holds up the second time. That's, that's how you should, that's how you know. should watch things. That's why I love Victor, because yeah, he's like, you agreed. know what, maybe my opinion was wrong. Let me go back and yeah. rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, for me, per- like I, I, I enjoyed it. I was, sub- I submerged into the story. I was fine with it, even though I was familiar with the book. I was familiar with, or am, sorry, past tense, per- present tense. Um, I, I still enjoyed it. I don't know, like it was still fun for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's fun. But I don't know if you want to say that about it in chapter two, so it's like the horror epic of the year to be. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I do want to see it for the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll it is not scary. I think yeah. it's not. It's not I, really did, I didn't find it it chapter one to be scary. Yeah, I didn't find no. it chapter one to be that I scary. I thought it this was scary. even less scary. Yeah. yeah. Even, okay. I thought the first one was scary just because like I, it was so creepy. Yeah. I this one got a lot more laughs. Sometimes where I think it's hilarious. Sometimes where I think he didn't want him to have a laugh, yeah. <laughs> but it was just like slightly ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it was it was funny. Um, but also regarding like the scary, like the quote unquote scary parts, mm-hmm. like they just hammer him on <laughs> one after another. So it was yeah. like you didn't even have time to. <laughs> to, to like to, coil back yeah you're like, just like oh, again. Oh, okay. yeah, it's just like oh, oh, alright I'm bored of the jump scares it's yeah. like I know it's coming okay yeah. let's do it so all is right. this the last <laughs> is there more to the story or is this it haha <laughs> 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 I see you there um, that, that I think they'll <laughs> make up a third one they might try if this makes good money if this makes good money they're gonna I, I don't know if they'll try to shoehorn something like what happens in between or something well, mm. I mean there's such a deep mythology with Pennywise mm. though that's the thing though that. I was promised more of this mythology and a lot more of this cosmic stuff where was it this is a very personal issue <laughs> I was promised was my poor. galactic turtle and he did not appear yes I figured the Galactic Turtle was not going to make it in there. But, see, that's chapter three. <laughs> that's also, I think, what made it difficult. It got yeah. very, like, cosmological horror in the book. Mm, yep. And if you cut that all out of the second part, which he already did in the first part, with, like, no mention of, really, the ritual of Chud, yep. then you don't really have much of a storyline to play with. This is yeah. wild. I you saw the first... Yeah, I saw the first up. it, and I, ha- I haven't read the books, or I haven't seen the first, the original movies, or the show... Um, so the fact that galactic turtles are a part of this world <laughs> somehow is I mean, on me. Yeah. I don't understand. It's, 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 yeah. his, his, the Dark Tower series ties together every single one of his books. So uh-huh. Every single Stephen King book is tied together every in, single the, one? in the same yeah. universe. Read the book, though. Making, don't ever watch the movie. They're making a Dark Tower series? <laughs> they made a are movie. They? With, yeah, well, no, no, no. We don't, <laughs> we don't count that. We don't count that. Yeah, that is, but I there's... A new series. I can't remember if it's a movie or series on CBS. No, no, that's the stand. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Yeah, it's the stand. Which, like, 
ties into the Dark Tower at some yeah, point. Yeah, it's still the same character. Rick Flag, Flag, yeah, yeah. Randall yeah. Flag. Mm-hmm. He goes by different names. Yeah, yeah. But, interesting. Yeah. I love the so, stand. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how they see. do with that. Yeah, I hope they do. It's well, got Alexander Skarsgård. It's so another Skarsgård playing uh, Stephen That's King. That's right. I didn't see that <laughs> news. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Alexander Skarsgård, he also is in mm-hmm. On Becoming a God in Central Florida. How is that? I've been meaning to watch it. Okay, so I've I think there were four episodes out. Mm-hmm. I've only watched. Mm-hmm. Which I'm 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 kind of into the story. I mean, just to backtrack, it's it just focuses on um, this family um, who live in Florida, and they're just involved. Like the husband, out, played by Alexander Skarsgård, is involved in a pyramid scheme um, called Fam. Um, very similar to like <laughs> Amway. Well, <laughs> Scamway. Sure. Scamway. Oh, yeah. Yep. Amway, Scamway. Um, where they're trying to sell out these products to earn money and they have yeah. downlines and mm-hmm. uplines and they go by the Garbo system. And oh man, it's um, the first few episodes. Like, well, the first episode was just kind of like, eh, okay, we'll see how this goes. And then the second one, it's like focused on. I th- I don't want to spoil anything, but um, there's uh, alligators. <laughs> oh, and I heard about this. I heard that. Oh, you have? They're in Florida, okay. yeah. so that was a They're given. in Florida, so it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Kirsten Dunst does something. Yeah, <laughs> and after, yeah. So he dies by way of alligators, and <laughs> his wife, Crystal, played by Kirsten Dunst, is not very happy by that, so she goes and hunts two alligators and skins them. Um, and this nice. was all before, uh, consu- or before uh, consulting with her husband's upline, is, who's, I don't know the actor's name, he, to me he looks like a, an adult child um, wearing a giant suit, um, listening to tapes to affirmations no (laughs) no I don't know I forgot I don't know um (laughs) um just a strange character in general but um she then ends up taking over her where her husband left off and like Mm. selling these products to well she works at a water park so she tries to sell her boss the Amway the Amway (laughs) the fam products um yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I'm 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 at a point where um, some of the other characters are you know just going along with Kirsten Dunst mm. and trying Isn't to like help her. Is it like a dark her. comedy? Yeah, very dark comedy. Um, some weird shit happens, <laughs> at least in the first few episodes. I love Kirsten Dunst, Same. so I'm I've been wanting to check it out. No, I'm yeah, I'm I would to say watch check it out. It. Yeah. It's it's definitely very interesting. Um, it seems very rich so like, far. I, from what I saw, like from on like TV spots and promos and stuff. Yeah, like, it looks wild. Like it's gonna it's go wild. in some like very strange direction. Yeah. Which, yeah, but it seems it's like so original. Yeah, which it really is. Really and like the people that I know from Florida are like, this is Florida. Yeah, <laughs> I, but that's Accurate. that runs through the back of my mind every yeah. each episode I watch. I'm like, this this has to be Florida. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's worth the watch. Just <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Culturally, the exact opposite of Florida <laughs> is uh, Terrace House, Yay. which uh, just had their new season surprise release. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I love Terrace House so much. <laughs> and the new cast is really, really good. Um, they're, well, anyone that doesn't watch Terrace House, you should watch Terrace House. <laughs> it's Japanese real world, um, essentially, but it's so, mm-hmm. like, 
polite and they talk through their problems. It's great. Oh, it's so good. I love it's it. It's like people. <laughs> actually, actual yeah. people. Yeah. Regular people. <laughs> but it's also super meta. Like, they have conflict in the house where it's like, you're not presenting yourself. Like, you're scheming for the show. Mm-hmm. And they'll call it out. And then also, like, their episodes air, like, while they're in the house. So then they can, like, see how they're being represented and be like, oh, I didn't think I came off that yeah. way. And, like, they'll wow. have you know, like, existential journeys based on that, but it's also, like, they have a goal that they're working towards, and mm-hmm. the people leave once they've, like, achieved their goal. Mm. Um, it's kind of like, I mean, oh, so original real world, like, you were there to, like, find a job. Yeah. That was, like, the initial yeah. thing, and now yeah. it's just kind of like, I don't even know what they do anymore. There's their right. party to hang out. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, on, on Tara's house, it's like, you have to have a goal, and, like, some people have come in and be like, I'm not sure, and everyone's like, uh, what? You don't know what do you want in your life? Like, yeah. how can you live like that? <laughs> There's, like, a new kid that's definitely going to have that chat Uh-oh. at some point because, like, he's 20 and he came in and he was like, I'm really shy and I get red when I talk to girls. So I, like, came here to overcome that. And But then he's also just, like, part-time working at a store mm-hmm. and, like, doesn't and then there's like another guy who's like an actor and like paints and blah blah, blah. so he's already gotten the talk of like you know you, you can't be an artist get a job <laughs> yeah <laughs> you look aimless yeah you like have all these different interests that you're pursuing um but then the, also the women in this initial cast are awesome one of them is like want is trying to become a professional parkour person i'm sorry what yes what yes don't know once you get sponsorships yeah get sponsorships. do they have like, yeah. like the same way with skateboarders and stuff? Uh, do they do yeah, parkour yeah, okay. competition like it's like a professional yeah, thing sure. they must. Oh. Yeah. i mean sidetrack yeah, we oh. did we did just find right. out about yeah. um Combat, combat juggling. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, hold on. Yes. <laughs> so, basically, um, as I like to also call it, this is like peak white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, we only saw white people doing it in yeah, videos. Yeah, exactly. But basically, they're juggling with pins, and you're, it can be one-on-one, it can be on teams, but basically, the objective is to juggle, out-juggle the other person and, like, get them to knock, like, not go down their pins. Yeah. While they're juggling. So, like, while you're time. juggling, you, like, punch someone. Yeah. They punch <laughs> them, they, like, swing the pins, and, like, yep. it's it's very violent. It's if you drop <laughs> If you drop a pin, the other person gets the points. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time, you have to keep juggling the whole time. Oh, you're so like, as you're trying to, like, bump someone yeah. else, you yeah, have to keep juggling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this makes me so jealous of white people. Then it's like, for you to have the time. That's what I said. That's what I said. Like, first you learn to juggle, and they're like, you know what, let's compete and, like, make this into a combat sport. Like, what? The privilege. (laughs) What I wouldn't give (laughs) to be able to do a sport like that. And that's just what I do in life. And it's fine. Parkour is way better. I don't think it's a sport. I think it's a hobby. Oh, no, no, no. It's a real sport. It's a real, there's major, it's a major ESPN sponsors. Yes, it's a legit sport. We saw, yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. I thought it was like just guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Kind of thing. No. I'm going to adopt a white child. <laughs> I live vicariously through it. It's going to be your blind side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll make that movie, yeah. please. <laughs> I would watch Chris's blind side. <laughs> but I think parkour is being used now for another white person's sport. There's professional tagging tournaments now. No. I'm oh, sorry. God. Like is it the movie tag. <laughs> I mean, well, I think tag the movie was based off of like some. That 
like some actual, of these tournaments. Yeah. But, like these tournaments, like they're global like tournaments, but like mm. they're all set in like this like jungle gym type situation. Oh, and then so wow. like people are doing the parkour to get you know around that jungle type jungle gym type thing. When you said global, I was thinking like you have to get on a plane and find <laughs> like the moon no, tag. No, no. <laughs> no it's like set in like these arenas. With, like, I've, I've seen that on yeah. Instagram. It's wow, interesting. Because, I mean, parkour originated in France from what's it, Sebastien Foucault, I think that's his name. Foucault? I don't even know this. Foucault? Can we, okay, can you please go on Jeopardy? Because you know everything about everything. Goodness. I'm not a huge trivia master. I just like know random things. Started parkour. And a full name. If you remember in Casino Royale, the guy that, um, Daniel Craig chases at the beginning. Mm. That's the guy who started parkour. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like a stunt guy. No, he he did parkour first, and then they got him on to do this to do the thing. Bring like, it to the world. We're gonna bring parkour to you know the masses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Imagine just like late for your bus, dumping on just jumping around <laughs> everything. But it's like it's interesting because if it's, I could do it, I would. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a beautiful. They call parkour artists, so I mean, it's, mm. it is cool. It's yeah. very yeah. impressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that Terrace House girls' dreams are actually legit. Yeah, they mine. definitely are. Everybody's so sleeping on her. Yeah. yeah, and she like, and it's so cool because she's like this. T- she's super tiny. Mm-hmm. She's got like big fake lashes, like long red <laughs> hair. But then she's like, but I want to be a parkour person. And I'm like, I'm waiting for her to like have some sort of. Oh, they haven't they shown it? They showed a little oh, bit, they like, have? an intro, like, showed her, like, flipping a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, I want to see her do legit. So I'm, like, yeah. waiting for somebody to be like, show me your parkour, because I'm just, like, mm-hmm. at the mercy of someone being interested in what she does. <laughs> They're in Tokyo this time. Right? Yes. Yeah. And Back so in Tokyo. And they're going to be filming through um, the Olympics. Oh. So, nice. yeah, I'm so excited. Such a long time. I can't, yeah, I haven't started watching that yet, but I will this weekend. But this is the first time that we get to, like, watch it in real time. That's right. Because they've always, like, aired in Japan first, but, like, this is the first time that oh, we're, cool. like, getting to see it, like, as they're filming yeah, it, like, how awesome. it was, like, intended to be viewed. And it's so great. So they also have, like, this board, board, it's a board, <laughs> group of, like, commentators, basically, oh, yeah. that they cut to every yeah. once in a while. And it's so cute, because they're like, oh my gosh, like, we're on Netflix now, like, we're in America. Yeah. Like, it's such a big deal, and they're like, oh my god, like, there's an American audience watching this, like, we're famous there. <laughs> I love that, that is, from what it sounds like, they don't keep that wall up that most oh, American no, no, reality no. shows have. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, it's really it's great. So great. But also on Netflix, the new season of British Bake Off. <laughs> so great. Although... They're so polite. I know. <laughs> but I hate the fact... I mean, I guess it's better because I'm not, like, binging too much because they're, like, releasing episodes on a weekly mm-hmm. basis. Yeah, I am annoyed by that. I am so annoyed by that. I think people are, people are trying to do that now because I think both yeah. Apple Apple Plus and Disney Plus are doing the weekly. Yep. Yeah. So you know. try, just trying to, like, make... Like, binge. Yeah. yeah, making sure people stay subscribed See, instead of just, like, binging and then canceling. Yeah, and thank you, Netflix, for introducing the binge to and us. And then taking it away from us. Have you watched the new Bake Off yet? Yes, I watched the first two episodes that have come out. I watched the first Sorry. two. I haven't watched the third one yet. I don't think... It, is it... I think it's coming, coming out this week or Sunday? Friday. No, they come out on Friday. Oh, okay. So it came out last night. Cool. But, um... Jamie, the fact that it took two weeks for him to get kicked he, off. He, I know. I was like, I thought hey, him oh, and... the blonde hair kit? Yeah. yeah I thought they were going to... It was going to be him and the other guy in the first week because they were like, oh, it's the baker's dozen. So, like, yeah. at any time two people could go. And I was like, he should have gone the first week, But they compared too. to everybody else. I was like, this kid cannot cut it. Like, he made a guitar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a really shitty guitar. 
But to, you know, like, when I like I'm not saying Paul, he's not bad. Yeah, I, I get it. He was, he, he I mean, compared, he got compared yeah, to me, up. like, I cannot be. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you become experts when you're watching all these shows and you're just like, oh my god, soggy bottom? Like, how dare, <laughs> how dare your biscuit so, not snap? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was talking about this with me and I was like, can you imagine so if, like, the thing that you just do mm-hmm. became a, a game show? Where it's right. like, I was like, it obviously wouldn't be interesting, but if like trafficking tags. Oh God, no! And it was just like you have an hour Wait. to traffic out a campaign that normally takes Don't three days. Don't tell Victor. Oh my God, Victor! Victor, be so you excited. You say, you say, Victor, I need these tags out. Do you? How long will it take? Thirty minutes? No, well, they, five. They, they do them on like a local level. Like they have like grocery bagging competitions. Oh, I'd be so good at that. And then oh, they I'm also kind of. I love it. Like Starbucks yeah. does. Like they'd have like. Bur- barista competitions every yeah. once in a while and they'll like invite whoever wants to join like that's like baristas. an international thing yeah so like the anything, anything can become a bigger thing competitive podcasting you know who can't join that Buster Rhymes because oh. <laughs> it's just like a speed thing <laughs> <laughs> he would dominate <laughs> but going back to British Bake Off yes I love how how good I've become at baking, like not actually baking, but like <laughs> judging baking. Judging yeah. baking. Like like this Jamie kid because he like forgot his eggs in like one of his mixtures, and I'm like, you fucking moron, eggs! <laughs> like, come on, come on. But of course, like that would be me too. Like if I was baking, I'd forget. But the funniest thing about ingredients. it was that like he was like this because he was what like 20 or something. Mm-hmm. So he was like this goofy young kid, and he was just like, oh, I did terrible. But then there was like that one moment. I feel like maybe in the first episode yeah. where he was like almost about to cry and be like, mm-hmm. it is a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't want to cry in front, like, on camera and, like, yeah. walked away. Yeah. But everything else was like, ha, I'm like a surfer yeah. bro. <laughs> a British surfer yeah. bro. But what I love <laughs> about the show is, like, because the there's been how many, like, five? Well, seven. This is season, season seven. But there's seven more. Seven, but there's more. But the, like, diversity on the show, mm-hmm. like, it's breaking all the, like, baking stereotypes. Yeah. And I, I love that so much because you'll have, like, um, like this burly, like older, like construction guy, and he's like, "I love making cakes," and you're like, "Yeah, you do!" Like, I love it so much because like baking is like not necessarily here, but like in the UK, mm-hmm. it's such it has such rich history. Like yeah. they all have like family recipes, and like they learn to bake with their grandmas or you know their parents, mm-hmm. which like I wish I had that. I I can't bake. For shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I've been practicing on my baking. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not too bad. I actually made, well, this isn't really baking. Well, kind of baking. I made biscuits from scratch See, from the first biscuits. time. Excuse me, where are they? Oh. <laughs> I'll bring some next share. week. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring some next week. Um, I'm still perfect. I'll believe it when I see it <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah, I, I mean, according to, my, according to my, my panel of judges, they were great. Um, so... I did bake. I did make um, those Finnish like buns, sweet buns. Oh, yeah. So which I have those too. Well, they're only made once a year, so <laughs> you gotta wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the other thing with baking is like I like to try baking, but you need a lot of ingredients and like 
like tools that you need I don't precise have. measurements. You as do. Well. Oh, precise. You yeah. gotta be like a chemist. I have no you really do. But it's like I don't. I don't like, <laughs> have like flour and stuff just like sitting in my like cupboard. So like I have to go and buy every single ingredient. And like I'm just gonna use them once and not do anything with it again. So mm -hmm. it feels like a waste. But I mean, we're neighbors. I'll loan you a cup of flour. <laughs> oh, I'll buy for a cup of sugar. <laughs> I know that's also because it's like you know go to your neighbors to borrow something. I'm like I don't have shit in my cupboard. Like, <laughs> someone comes by, I'm like I, sorry, I don't have anything. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Yes, I know that. Um, and what we're excited about, we talked about hospitals already. Mm -hmm. We'll come back next week with our thoughts, yes. positive opinions, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and then the Emmys are coming up. Yes, I was just pulling up the nominations. Mm -hmm. It's award season. Is it going to be a huge disappointing Game of Thrones sweep? Ugh. Are they actually <laughs> they're nominated for everything? They are. Oh. I hope they win it all. I, <laughs> I didn't even like yeah. the last season, but I wanted to win so bad because it'll make people so upset. <laughs> I just want to see, uh, I just want to see what happens out. <laughs> I'm excited for the show in general. I just want to see the fire. It's going to be Game of Thrones and Chernobyl, right? For the most part, That's I true. Think. That's true. Because they're doing, they, so don't, they're going host list, like the Oscars yeah. one. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think they're adding some like tributes or whatever to these shows that are ending, like Game of Thrones, Veep, and Big Bang Theory. Who so. do you think will win comedy series? So it's Barry? I think Veep. Fleabag, Good Place, mm. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Oof, yeah. Russian Doll, Schitt's Creek, Veep. Stats. Holy moly! Wow. Stats like, do you really think it'll be Veep after all? It's just, it, like, it's, it's over, right? But, but yeah. question, but so question. Many. They also have the Golden Globes. Oh, that's true. So, because they'll probably have, like, similar nominees for Golden Globes and Emmys, and usually it goes, like, one show won't get both. Mm. Are the Emmys the Emmys are more important for TV than the Globes, right? Yeah, Golden yeah. Globes are more of like a schmoozing. Oh yeah, the Hollywood yeah. press. Right like now. I, what honestly, I could see Schitt's Creek getting a Golden Globe because they also yeah, like, they like because Golden Globes like to go kind of yeah, you know, surprise sometimes. Yeah. But, but Emmy because Veep has won Emmys before. Yeah, yeah. tons. I would love and like Julia Louis. I'd love Barry. I feel like I think Barry might get it. Yeah. What? What? That season. Too. It, it just was like one yeah. of the most yeah. incredible. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, also Literally. Fleabag was so great. I love Fleabag. Like, if I were to choose, like, what I can't decide. It's not no. coming back for their I love Fleabag. I love Good Place. I mm -hmm. love, love, love Shit's Creek. I know yeah. so many good. But good I also don't think it would get it. Russian Doll is interesting, but I loved Russian Doll, but I also love Natasha Leone. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I liked it a lot, but it also like. It's like that toes that line too. Where I'm, I'm like, surprised I'm, it's nominated for comedy. Yeah, same. I mean, it, there was it was funny, but are, isn't it kind of I don't know. It's I like would, a dramedy. I would, I would consider feel it also like. like a limited series more so than just like a standard. No, they're doing. No, they're doing yeah, a yeah, yeah. Yeah. But with yeah. her, with her as well. I don't know. Hmm. I don't think so. She. I mean, she did. She is part of the writing team That's for the true. show. They need a third hmm. character category of, like, borderline shows. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Russian Doll against that list, no, yeah. no competition. Well, because like, they used to put creep. Transparent in comedy. I had a lot of issues with Transparent. Like, the first seasons yeah. were fine. Like, they were good, and then ugh, I had a lot of issues with it, but, like, they just shoved it in the comedy category. Like, it should not have been in the comedy yeah. category. It's like Get Out being in the comedy category. Right. It's like, yeah. messed up. Yeah. But, I mean, that's seven nominees. That's a lot. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, I, Fingers I crossed for Barry. Game of Thrones comedy series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's hilarious. She's an game. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> Nominated for best writing. So. Would, it, would, it just, would it just end it? 
Oh. And you like none what? of the theories panned out. The greatest gag ever pulled That's was that final it. episode. Yeah. So mad. It was like it was it trolled I mean, everybody. It was, it was like Dexter. It was like Dexter season eight. Like that was bad. Oh, they just subverted fuck. expectations by making a terrible show. You know? oh, <laughs> I hate it. I well, I do think Julia Louis Dreyfus is probably gonna end up getting comedy or lead mm-hmm. actress in oh, a comedy yeah. series because it was the last season. But it should be Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yes, please. No. Give her everything. And that's a stack. This is a stack category, too. Christina Applegate, Ooh. Rachel uh, Brosnahan, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Natasha Lyonne, Catherine O'Hara, and mm-hmm. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Like, wow. I'd be happy with any, any of those, of but, like, Catherine O'Hara is Catherine O'Hara, iconic. Down. She is. Like, that's an Emmy for, like, her entire career. Yeah. To uh, me. Her wigs deserve Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> they should get that costume. I think they're nominated for costume, too. Uh, so they, they should have a best wigs category. <laughs> best wigs. Best wigs. <laughs> best use of language in this comedy series. Yeah. Catherine O'Hara. Very creative writing. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, are they next weekend? I think so. Ooh. This this weekend? I know. Should we be having this talk next? <laughs> yeah, I think it's not this weekend. Is it? The Remember when they were having them like on a Monday, Ooh. September twenty second? Oh, next that's weekend. next weekend. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. So we'll be back once. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll have the same conversation. <laughs> yeah. But then, with, by next week, if, if we aired it on Monday, then they would we would already know the answers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> So we got our predictions. Yeah. For two categories. Catherine O'Hara's wigs. Sweeping. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up our mega soda again. Boop, boop, boop. Um, I like mega sodas. I like, yeah. mega sodas. I like talking. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, we'll be back next week again. Woo. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. The Just For Us podcast is produced by Bleakly, your source for minority nerd culture news. Make sure to check out Bleakly.com if you're interested in learning more about the topics we covered today. And last but not least, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JFU Podcast to let us know if there's anything in entertainment that you want us to cover. We'll be back next week. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.